Welcome to a live edition of Potty Humor. I'm Sean Anthony. I am at Fremit. Damn it, Fremit. What's up, man? Sean Anthony. <laughs> yeah, you can tell I'm saucy. Already. Uh, <laughs> let, let me catch up, because I am sober. All right, uh, go ahead and chug your drink, and I will begin once your drink is empty. Uh, I'm good. I got to pace myself, man. I ate, like, probably, I don't know, eight hours ago, 12 hours ago. Well, you don't have to drink as much, so you can chug drink, get kind of saucy, and then start eating, and then slow down the drinks. Uh, yep. I don't know where I'm at. But I had a lot to dinner at, at dinner. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, I think all the thoughts are still in my head after listening to um, Sunday's, wh- whatever you posted this past week on, well, what was the topic? It was the laser, laser. I don't know the extent. The paracoustic messages, laser messages, which I had. Was that, was that, was that a, interesting show or what man very and again scary because it's one of those i started thinking about it's like based on the concept that you were talking about you, i was wondering like how long has this actually been going on but it's been disguised as something else right and um the, the main thing that came to mind is thinking back to old black and white movies uh a, a particular one in mind comes is uh, White Zombie. Okay. This dates to the the actual definition of zombie, which we've discussed in previous polyhumors, is a voodoo term. Does not mean a dead person brought back to life. Rather, someone else who's essentially under mind control just loses all um Based control of their own bodies. Um, I don't know if it goes into as deep as, you know, body functions, growing hair, you know, hunger, other things, but it's basically you do as I command. That's what a voodoo terms a zombie is. And is it disguised in a different way? And is it more gradual? And it's just not the term that we're used to because we've been you know, in recent um, pop culture, zombie something else. Well, what are you talking about in particular? Uh, our addiction to uh, devices. You know, in the 50s, it, it was, if you look back at old magazines and you see it's like, you know, in the 50s, and you see a family just hovering around a, a big box with a 13-inch screen seat, uh, TV. Right. And the box itself is about, you know, three feet wide oh yeah yeah, yeah. one Pro- of those things you see you know you're looking back to the or just hover around and you look at the ads, the ads social, still social, exist. social engineering yeah yeah we're addicted to that one point to where what year what decade was it where tv dinners were a thing you'd yeah. cook your food so then the purpose was so the whole family could gather around the box right form of uh, zombies um now uh, ironic we're using our smartphones to do this podcast, but I think it's safe. You and I do not have an addiction to our devices. Um, we have plenty of other interests that don't involve our phones. 
Right. But we're probably a minority. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we have, well, I can speak for myself. Uh, I do have some times where I need to put the phone away. Yep. You know, you know um, I'm not exempt from it. You know, I check it numerous times throughout the day. Agree. But you, know? um, you see some people don't have a, like it's a new addiction. Yeah. Like you, yeah. Had, you had talked about in previous uh, flow of wisdoms where it's, it's that refresh that we keep going for. Um, I'm not saying I'm immune to it. I just, I can, I can put it down. Um, I have other interests that don't involve screens. Right. You, you as well. You know, I like to read my comic books. I like to play music, but it, I, it just got me thinking of more. It's a gradual, but actually gradual in terms of a generation, but it's a human species. It's very rapid. Mm-hmm. Uh, form of zomb- if there zombification, if that's even a word. No, I- yeah, I get it. But that's it that's is. what I was thinking of and got me thinking about other things that you were talking about. I'm sorry if I'm jumping too quickly through topics. No, that's good. But also led me to think about the apocalypse that you had brought up in, in your uh, Facebook Live and in previous um, Flow of Wisdoms that you've done. Right. And that got me thinking about what people define as the apocalypse. Everybody thinks it's going to be, or most people are led to believe it's going to be this horrific, you know, dog eat dog world, the Mad Max world, the, the uh, world war Z. Right. And, and I was saying, it's like, mm, that might not be it. It might be this um, technological zombification. Like that's what it's coming to. And, I think uh, this is just my thoughts as I was listening to it at work. While working, mind you, any of the listeners, I do my job, but <laughs> um, something that the media kind of not gave birth to, but is certainly helping move along to the Mad Max. I mean, if you've seen those movies, right, where the, you're in a, a dystopia. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I was thinking about the state of at least what the media portrays is going on right now. And I still think it's the vocal minority that's creating these wars, but the media is absolutely making it think like, oh, this is going on everywhere. Everybody's on this side or this side eating each other. Right, 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 right. And, people, you know, the sad thing about that, Matt, uh, not to cut you off, but just kind of jump in and add to, a lot of people think, like, what what they consume, what, what the masses consume on a daily basis, such as mainstream media, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, those groups of people that watch each of those consume that to the extent that they, they believe that that's it and that's all. And they're you know bugging out. Huh? And they're bugging out to the point where they think that's the apocalypse. Yeah. And that's what made me think when you brought that up. It's it's probably not like the TV shows that we watch. It's it's toned down, but it made me think like that could be it. Right, right. And and to be honest, I'm like, mm, 
that's actually best case scenario. Because one, this is how the media is portraying it on both ends. But you have your silent majority. It's just like, mm, it ain't that bad. And I think as a whole, society is going to be just fine. Yeah. But it's, it made me think of like, is, is this a form of an apocalypse that nobody's really considered because it's not extreme? You know, it's, it's all about those extremes. Right, right, right. And, um, but yeah, that was one of the thoughts I had. And I wanted to get your take on that. Is it just extremes? That's all that sells. And is the apocalypse based on extremes? Well... That's a multi-layered question, man. Let's, I'll just deal with the first part. Listen, is it extremes? And damn right, it, it, extremes sells. Extreme is what is popular. Extreme is what gets people's attention. Mm-hmm. You know, whether no matter what in what capacity it is, you know, you look at you know, um, you know, popular TV show, Walking Dead. Okay. Um, you're, you're saying to that extent, okay. Just, just as an example, I don't watch it, but it's an example of what kind of what I was thinking about. Right. That's what people expect. Right. Yeah, and it could be something different. I get what you're saying. Uh, I'm saying it's right now. It's almost a less extreme than that. It's kind of it's it's this technological advances that you've been talking about for the last several months that it's gradual, it's very tiny, or at least nobody's paying attention. Not meant the, not a lot of people are paying attention to it. Right. And it's like, this is, it's one of those things that just catches you off guard. Right. Yeah. For those that aren't paying attention to it, you're right. Like, that's what I feel after listening to, to the one you posted yesterday or Sunday, either way, the one, your most recent um, YouTube post got me thinking about like it's they're, they're, whoever's controlling it is being very sneaky and it's just not what people are expecting the apocalypse to be. And it's going to be a slow, gradual. Yeah. Um, maybe it is going to be like Terminator, but to, you know, not, not that quickly because it, it even came up and I think it was one of your listeners mentioned it. What, what did they say? It was uh, about going back to AI. You know, this is all, it's a, a nice common theme that you've had going on. And actually, being in, in, in my current financial position or status, the ones that are so desperate, or at least were led to believe, the ones that are so desperate to transfer their consciousness because of, um, you know, they're the wealthy ones because they can afford the technology. Let's, you know, think about it realistically. Who, who's going to be able to do that? It's going to be the really wealthy people that are going to transfer technology because we're going to they don't want to let go of their earthly possessions or yeah, accomplishments. Well, well let, I'm going to let you know, I've done shows on this. Um, some of the wealthy, they want to have immortality. They do, but here's the fun thing that I thought about. They are just as vulnerable as anybody else because you can pay, like, think of the movie Scarface. Al Pacino plays a character who went from, like, a nobody to the, to the big cat 
one of the big cats. Right. But just like in any of those, there's always going to be somebody hungrier that can take you out. Yeah, Star, any, Star any, Wars is a prime example of that, too. Yeah, you, anybody can die. Everybody dies. Man. Everybody's vulnerable. No matter how much money you have, you can transfer your consciousness, but you're still as vulnerable as anybody else because you're trusting somebody else to basically do what you ask them to do, but they can, you're not the expert. The rich person isn't the expert. Right. And um, I guess are, are they short-sighted to not see that kind of thing? Like, Is who short-sighted? The ones that would pay for such technology to transfer just to a, a, some sort of bot. Yeah, this immortality thing. I don't think it exists. I really don't think it exists because the human condition. Well, they're damn damn sure working on it. Whether they, where you, you, you know, whether you think it exists or not, they they're working on it. You know? Oh, I believe I absolutely one hundred percent believe they are. But you know, Peter Thiel, Peter Thiel gets blood. He he does. Um, I think it's called parabosis, parabiosis. I forgot the term. I don't have it in front of me. But where, you know, you take younger blood, like, like they've done experiments on young mi- on mice, where they'll take the blood of a young mice and inject it into an older mice, mouse, and, 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 and studies have shown the research that it extends the life of the older mice. They become more vibrant. They become more youthful, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So um, parabiosis, I think it's called. So people like Peter Thiel, co-founder of PayPal, uh, does this and, 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 and is working on it and investing in it and taking the trials and stuff, you know. He's, he's investing in, in it and consuming it, trying to figure, you know, figure it out. These, some of these people want to, these leaders are pouring their money in, into being immortal. And which is even funnier. And the, and the reason I say it's funny, and I think this may have come up and, and, past discussions that we've had or have been on your post but it's who's in control right like you can pay somebody to do something that doesn't mean they're going to do it you can do all sorts of work to make you make this your client think that you're going to do what they ask and they don't do it and this seems like one of those just like wasted efforts but you really think like think about it man if you had a billion dollars and you could figure out, you know. You'd have to do some crazy it, gymnastics. If you, if you had a billion dollars and you had access to information and resources to figure out how long it would take you to travel to the moon, you would, you would freaking do it, man. Like, ain't no, ain't no do it just to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to do it. Oh, I get that. I absolutely understand, get that. But that's doing something different than I'm, I'm paying you a billion dollars to transfer my consciousness to this thing so that I can keep, you know, maybe in, in another 80 years, do this again to somebody else. <laughs> and if it doesn't work, then you, you know, person B made a billion dollars and I'm dead. Yeah. Said job is not complete. That's what I'm saying. It's like every, you know, no matter how wealthy that person is on top, if they don't have, they have to be able to do it themselves. 
But that's what I'm saying. Like th- they are, they're putting the money and the resources into it to do it. They're putting money in their resources, but they're still, unless they can push that button themselves. You know what I mean? Like they have to, it has to be a do it yourself immortality. It cannot be a, you cannot rely on other people. That's what I mean is you, that's just not how humans work. Well, they're trying to figure out a way. (laughs) (laughs) But whoever's trying to figure out better be able to do it themselves. Do what themselves? When you say that, what do you mean, do what themselves? Like it's a DIY. Are you going to hire someone else to fix up your house or are you going to do it yourself? Do what yourself, though? What do you Extend your life. Okay. uh, Transfer your consciousness to another being, whether that be a... um, AI or a uh, what's what's the term for the mix of uh, human and robot um, or transhumanism? You need to be able to do that yourself. You need to be able to have the money and the knowledge to do it yourself. Because are you going to trust someone else to help you accomplish that? You can't. Well, well, hold on now. Let's back up. What I'm saying is these wealthy people which wealthy people make up the 1%. Let's mm-hmm. just talk about the 1%. Yep. The 1% have the access and resources to do it. Would you agree? They have access to resource, the money to, for the resources. Yes. That's very different from the knowledge on how to do it. Well, well listen, let me, let me rephrase the question. The, the 1% have the resources to figure out the knowledge on how to do it. Do you agree with that? Yes. Okay. So it can be, you know, they're working on, on, on a way for it to be done so that they can do it. Yep. Okay. What I'm saying is it has to get to the point to where to, to dumb it way the hell down. I'm standing on one side of the room and you're standing on the other that's near a switch. This switch essentially keeps me alive. I don't know how to do it, but you do. I can pay you a billion dollars to do it, but I have no means of actually doing it myself. I'm trusting you to hit that switch to keep me alive. Well, man, you got to look at it like this, man. Uh, we trust that the food that we buy at the grocery store is exactly what it says it is. Bingo. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not always the case. That is correct. So I would say it's in that same sense. You know, people are going to pay people because of the, uh, they're going to condition folks say, hey, this is what you need. Yep. This is where society is going. And if you have these credentials or this credit score or whatever, this social credit score, then you can get this immortality. But what's in the people controlling, I guess, who, who gets to do it? Like, who has the knowledge? You have your FDA people that, that determine what's okay to eat and consume, whether it be a food, drug, liquid, whatever. Anything we put in our bodies. This is okay. 
they could um, say, oh, this is, we need to thin out the, the population. Let's go ahead and say that this is safe. But it, in reality, it kills off half. Yes, there's going to be some negative publicity about it, but that'll blow over once we turn their attention elsewhere. And again, that's just humans interacting in, in their normal fashion. You know, it's kind of playing with nature, but not. This is... Uh, Definitely playing, playing with nature, yeah. And I feel like, you know, do we do that too much? Yeah. And then I feel like this is one of those that I don't know if I'd put my trust into somebody like that to, to anybody, really. Right, right. Well, I mean, I guess I do it every day. I'm drinking this orange juice. I'm drinking this vodka. I'm consuming ice made from um, water that's been purified by the county. <laughs> But I guess this is so minuscule versus here's, you know, the key to eternity, at least but maybe an X amount of uh, more years. That's, I guess that's very different. But, but it's a start. No, it's not. The principle is the same. You know, you oh, it is. It absolutely. It's just one more. One is, in my mind, seems pretty minor. But in the other, it's, it's not. I mean, I guess we, we mess with carcinogens every day. We just don't know it. Not everything we think about. Right, right, right. But again, it just goes into putting that our trust into a system. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm reluctant in some regards and others not because I just I don't think about it. I don't think about orange juice because it's a I pay three dollars and some change for it. That's I guess it's all relative. Yeah, man. And I also, you know, listening to your um, this recent episode is more. I think I need I need to uh, really evaluate my bug out plan. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you think about the most recent episode? Oh, I enjoyed it. And again, it made me think about fuck. I don't think I'm fully planned. Like I don't have all the necessary provisions. More the sustainability, yes. I can go out in the streets. Uh, I have more of a fortress, sort of. It could use some some work. Um, and I, I, when I told you over the the weekend I was up in Ohio with you, yes, I have several firearms, and I have an X amount of, of ammo for it, but I also have a lot of swords. Mm-hmm. You know, for the reason being is they don't run out of ammo. Right. So if need be, I can go out and get some provisions, and they're long-reaching swords. Um, I even keep certain items in my car, which are everyday items, but not. Yeah, they they could be weapons if need in the case of a zombie breakout. But also, you got to think about this too. Do you have the condition to sustain to use that device? Condition, you know as in physically. Phys- Physically, just just rhetorically asking, yes. ask yourself, am I physically adept to 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 use this for protection at a sustained amount of time? Yes, you know what I mean. Like those are things that I think about and that I uh, consider. And you know, certain swords weigh different amounts. Like we were in a hardware store a couple of weeks at weekends ago just shopping and looking around and stuff. There's this one particular hardware store that's closed, has a closeout 
they're, they're closing out. So it was a lot of stuff. So anyway, I was looking at the axes and they had different variations of the axes. Some were 30 pounds, mm-hmm. you know, others were, you know, 20, 15 pounds, you know, um, I think about my dumbbells that I have that I use unorthodox in, in unorthodox ways to, to train my arm muscles and, and strength. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, Absolutely. Uh, Katanas were actually designed for that purpose. There's a reason they have, they're typically 20 inches, the blade is 28 inches. There's a reason why it's actually curved. They're ergonomic. Okay. For that reason. What is? Katanas, samurai swords. They're actually curved uh, and they're a certain length for that reason, for that exact okay. reason. You have some longer blades, but they're also the ones with the super long handles. Um, I don't know the exact dimensions of, of that particular sword, but you can basically put it's basically the, the handle itself is about the width of uh, four adult human hands. It's one of those that's super long. Oh, wow. Yeah, I wouldn't need, I need something practical. Yeah, if you get a practical one, you get a standard one, which is a 28 inch blade. And the handle itself. Mm, How sharp is it? As sharp as you want it to be if you get one of them cheap ass. Yeah, but I'm saying, can you, I need to get one, buy one. You know, one of the things I want to get, man, is one of those canes, those sword canes. Which, for, Concealment purposes on every day, mm, fine. If you're talking full-on zombie apocalypse where it's like every man for himself, that's not going to matter too much. Oh, yeah. The only reason I say that is is I think those are somewhat... It's sharp completely on one side and then like halfway on the other. Mm. Um, depending on where you get it from. I mean, we've talked about those sites, Blood K. I mean, I keep them... For certain, for it sounds stupid. One, they're decorative and really appealing right. to my eye. Yeah, me but too. But two, there's like a lot that. of practical purpose to, to samurai swords. The one side is dull, the other side sharp. If you know how to handle it, at least in a, even in an amateur sense, you're going to be okay in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> at least I. It's still going to take practice, though. Oh, absolutely, it will. Um, you know, because I'll be honest with you, I'm not real uh i've never had any formal training of how to use a sword it takes a certain skill set man to operate one of those bad boys effectively absolutely you're like a dork but uh, some people like kendo classes are about the easiest and probably practical i would say it would be a good idea to enroll if you can get into one is, is kendo swords those are the big bamboo ones and they actually have it I believe the red string that's on the one side is there for a purpose, at least for target or somebody's going to correct me on this. And I'm, I'm hoping, but I think that's the purpose of that red string you see tied on the one side. I haven't done any research on it. I'm sorry to anybody that hears this and has done it, but I keep one handy just to beat the fuck out of an intruder. Cause I don't want murder on my wrap, even if it's an intruder. So I keep blunt objects such as practice swords for that reason. Yeah. Real ones are for zombies. So the swords that you have in your collection, where, give me some suggestions on where you purchased them from. 
Um, I bought a couple. I think at a gun show or a Comic Con event, and they're cheap. The ones that seem like they would be most beneficial are, are full tanglets, is what it's called, where the blade is actually part of the handle. And on the other side of the blade would be some wood or uh, or any, uh, what's the word? Oh my God, I used to know the terminology to all this shit. Just essentially it won't break. As long as the blade goes somewhat into the handle, you're going to have a little more um, stability. Okay. So you don't want something that's just a blade attached to a piece of plastic where all the blade is beyond the, um, damn it. Damn, fram it. Yeah. I just can't think of the name of the, whatever goes above your hand to protect it from an opponent's blade. I used to be good at the terminology, but I'm drunk. Yeah. I can't well, think that's of it. Okay. It don't, it don't matter. It's good. But, um, God, I don't even remember what I said two minutes ago. Tang. Tang construction is what you want. Full tang would be to your advantage. Full tang? Mm-hmm. Like Wu-Tang? Yes. Gotcha. And what does tang mean? The metal piece that actually is part of the blade extends all the way through the handle. So you don't have part of the blade being only part of the handle. So it goes all the way through. You're going to have a little more stability. Okay. Okay. It's one piece. Yes. One piece. Yes. One piece of metal. And, so if, that, and that, part of it. Part you're of saying the that's the kind of sword you want. Oh, I have one. I'll, I'll send a picture of it so you know what I'm talking about. Where'd you get that from? Mm, I either got it at a gun show or at some Comic-Con. And it's a Tang Sword? That's what it's called? Full Tang Construction is what you're looking for. This is a, a ninja sword because it's straight and it doesn't have the curve, say, like a katana does, which would be a samurai sword. The full-length samurai sword. I was looking for... Um, Oh, I think so. Wakasashi is the shorter one just for decorative purposes, but for zombie purposes, you want the full 28 inch blade. Gotcha. I should send you a photo of the ones I do have. Just they're pretty. Even a, a traditional um, samurai sword isn't full tank construction, but the blade itself, the metal, actually extends to at least like half of the, the width, the length of the handle. Right. If you look at pictures of them deconstructed, the blade itself goes a little bit farther down below. I don't know if that's called the hilt. I, sh I have a I have another phone which I'm not using. I could look that up. But I'll send you a diagram of what they look like and what you should look for. But full tang construction would be the ideal for at least for me. I would think it makes the most sense. Um, that's it. Sorry, I'm looking up this other piece here. 
Nope, not that, not that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll have to send you pictures. A full breakdown of, of what you you're looking them for. Yet? Here we go. All right, so what I'm about to send you. Oh, damn it! I'm looking on, not this phone. I need I need the one that we're actually on to send it to you. All right, hopefully this won't fuck up the recording. Should be okay. Let's see. Because I saw a picture of what I'm talking about. And let's see here. There it is. All right. So the picture I'm sending you. Back up. Sean. Sean okay, there we go. All right, I heard it. So that picture is actually underneath the handle itself. So think of the piece of metal that you're looking at would be the about the width of the palm of your hand, if not slightly longer. So that going underneath your hand is going to provide a little extra support. Full right. tang goes all the way to the end of the middle. Okay. This is, I don't even know if they call it partial tang or whatever, but full tang, the metal goes all the way through to the end. Nice. That's good to know. Thank you. So your your blade will definitely not break if you're trying to slice through a zombie's head. Now, let me go back to my list of thoughts from what you had posted because there was a lot of things that I want to get your opinions on. Sure, let's go. So your original topic was the uh, acoustasonic messages or the the laser messages sent by laser to right. to the brain where it doesn't even need an actual receiver at least so we're, so we are led to believe and we've touched on this the morality at all and what what is what's the purpose of it like whoever's sending the messages if this is a Thing, the uh, we talked about last time too, where a lot of people are diagnosed with schizophrenia if they're hearing voices. What does whoever, let's assuming it's completely real, I even texted you uh, an example of somebody I knew that suffered from this condition and had very specific uh, messages. Remember. You said they had specific messages. All right, to get dirty. I knew somebody that was diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. Okay. This person believed there was a chip or something in her one of her molars where the government was sending judgmental messages on her sexual past and the things that she stuff that she did. Right. Like one, if this is true. Why does the government care about that? What does this 
whoever's behind it have to gain? Like, what in the fuck this person... How can somebody benefit from right. sending such a message to another human? Uh, experiment, like, experimentation. That's my, did, that, that, that did not cross my mind at all. Yeah, experimentation. Unsolicited experimentation. That never crossed my mind. Well, that's why you have shows like Floor of Wisdom. <laughs> That's weird. It's that specific. Like, the what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> the fuck? Even if it's experimentation. What could the government possibly gain from such? What? What could they gain? Actually, even when I put on my conspiracy hat, it's like, okay, I kind of get it. The more you know, think about the Food and Drug Administration and uh, drugs for STDs, maybe that's it. It's, it's money? Huh. Now I need to think of it totally differently. God, when you throw that one word in there, that changes everything. Well, well welcome to my world. <laughs> oh, man. This is why I'm glad I wrote down things so I could get these thoughts. Holy shit. Experimentation, man. Listen, uh, and there's nothing new under the sun. Have you ever heard of the Tuskegee experiment? Oh, no. Yes and no. The only reason I say yes, the Tuskegee, I'm trying to think of which band used that term in a song. Go, go, go on. No, I haven't. Not, not in, in a practical sense. No. Go on. Yeah, if you bring up Tuskegee uh, Experiment and you, your point of reference is a, song, a, a band in a song, you haven't heard about it. <laughs> no. No, I have not. It was a Tuskegee experiment, man, uh, with all seriousness, man. It was uh, um, the government, the military, they experimented on syphilis, syphilis on black men in Tuskegee uh, for a period of decades without giving them treatment just so that they can study and experiment their, uh, their reaction to it in a nutshell paraphrasing everything mm -hmm. you know literally torturing uh black men it was only black men you know on a period of like 40 some years man decades and giving them syphilis having the treatment having the medicines the creams and things whatever you know and and not giving it to them just to study to see experiment on, on what that disease does to a human being and uh, it, the reason why it got exposed it was an article that was done a journalist found out about it and was like and did a whole expose article um, in the major major media publications at that time and it came out and Quick question. What year was this happening? Man, this the, this Tuskegee experiment is started. Let me not even. Let me not even. Because uh, it seems like. This was uh, back 
There's a playground in the. Uh, All right, yeah, it's uh, conducted between, Wikipedia says 1932 to 72. Now, oh my God, it would go on that long? Yeah, man, it, it's, 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 it's heartbreaking, man. When you, when you think about it, read, when you read about it, um, none of the men were treated with penicillin. And I'm just, let me go back, I'm going to go to my phone now, let's see what countries this was happening, because... America, bro. Like, Jesus, this is, why? This is, America, this is America, man. That seems America. Un... I can't believe you never heard of that, man. No. Um, this was not taught. Now, that seems barbaric in the sense that Nazi Germany was doing some weird shit in the 40s, and generally, at least in, in history that's taught nowadays or at least in, in our age because you and I are not that far apart. Right. As as barbaric. The the sort of experiments on, on humans past the nineteen forty five, like just like no, we now you know, at that point it seems like they would have switched to rats, rabbits and animals and which isn't good, but to almost create diseases or to put people through this just like that's like some dark ages shit right only in America man it's happened here in America in America and you know Matt for real man for real for real I got sent some information last week you know first I'm not even going to share that yet let me just pause on that Mm mm-hmm so with this Tuskegee experiment, now that you know, like you can look this up, man. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's you can look it up and read it, man. It, 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 it sadden your heart if you if you have a heart for humanity. Already, um, it, it's it's horrifying to even. I don't know all the details, but given what you told me, it's horrifying. Right, that it, it happened things. here. You, you, couple of things off the rip you said nazi germany were doing this stuff uh did you know that scientists from germany during that time came here in the u.s were were operating in our government military you know but that's that's another discussion i'm not even my mind ain't even on right now no we can talk about that later but the fact that you brought that up i just want to put that out there on the record that you know scientists and, and and uh you know doctors all that came from Germany here to the U.S. during that time. Oh yeah, um, so South America but, too. It's all right, um, but this this Tuskegee experiment, all of this stuff is, is 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 still going on, man. Like it's it's on to other different things. You understand? So they're they're doing all of this, and you just don't. <laughs> You like, could you could tie this into the the zombie narrative of some sort of viral disease, you know, that goes around something that's just turned people into a zombie, you know. This is all for profit, like the companies that probably create a disease and a cure at the same time, but they keep it in balance and keep making profits. 
Man, deal. Yes. I mean, we're going to be our own undoing for this shit. It's it's a like I've I've had these discussions with you, other people that that cap is it capitalism is whatever it is. It's just currency, paper currency or cryptocurrency is just a. It seems like a really fast form of evolution or of of. Uh, an evolution uh what's the word i'm looking for it, it's i guess it is because what evolution is what the survival of the fittest the darwinism survival of the fittest it's just a much more advanced and accelerated form because we can do this shit very quickly apparently if that crap's happening in the 30s and we're able to create diseases and cures and probably with under the same roof and sell it all for a, a price and it took us eons to get here yeah i mean think about how far back uh uh homer erectus figured out oh fire causes warmth uh killing an animal and making clothing cause also is warmth and i can benefit from this this is this is probably some um, some super advanced shit and we're gonna be our own undoing yeah so look listen this goes back to your original question what got us to this point right now? I got the hiccups, so you got <laughs> How many drinks have you had? Um, just one big one. Okay. <laughs> Go yeah. on. Go so, on. So uh, it goes back to your original question. Your original question was uh, <laughs> um, you know, what causes, you know, why? why? You said, said why. My answer was experimentation. Fuck. Right? So if that's the if that's the case, experimentation, man. Shit, I got the hiccups in the middle. I, I can hear it. <laughs> I can't. I can't hold it down. Burp. I can't find my water, man. I'm looking for water and shit. I drunk my. <laughs> Shout out. Nope. <laughs> Drinking. Yes, Drinking yes. Something. Why? Uh, experimentation, which are, there's still a why to the experimentation, but um, I need you to finish your thought. So, oh, I got to remember what the hell I, my, where I was going with this. The, uh, the fact that Tuguski. Tugus, uh, ah, damn it. It's a yeah. weird word. Tuskegee. Tuskegee. Yeah, the Tuskegee experiment. Um, you asked, you know, what, what was the reason? I said um, experimentation. So, yeah, going back to the original topic was about my show. You said, why would they do this? This, this experiment, this, this, um, using a laser beam to communicate audibly to a person's mind. Mm hmm. And you said why, and experimentation, and also, in the midst of that experimentation, you're torturing people. I just don't see the benefit. Like I can see a minimal benefit, but oh, it's like the pros do not outweigh the cons in this sort of thing. To me, that's me. 
I don't see the benefit. Like, we really don't. But I'm also not one for meddling in people's lives. I'm I'm for a live and let live society. Um, so I can't fathom. The... But you know, when you have compassion for humanity, you tend to care about the things that other people. Because it's fun when people are happy. I don't understand why we gotta fuck with people in in certain ways to make them miserable. I just don't see the point. Like. At the end of the day, don't we all just want to have fun? No matter how depressed you are, you want to get out of that depression. You're happy. You're. I'm enjoying this. Like, oh, I've, like I've, I've had a, some deep conversations with my mother as she faces mortality. Um, I, I didn't bring this up in past ones or to, in recent things. She's going through cancer treatment. Um. But she was saying about the last seven years of her life, uh, she things have been very different for her. And there was shit that I didn't know about. But um, in the end, she's like, um, she's she's ready. That's what she said to me uh, yesterday as I was in the hospital with her because she was going through her first treatment of of trying to get rid of this cancer. But like in the end, it's like why? Who benefits from misery? Right. Like even depressed people don't want to be depressed. Happy people want to stay happy. This doesn't make sense to me. Like I hang out with people that make me feel good, and I want to spread good feelings. It's I just I don't get it. I get the experimentation, but it's like, why are you making people miserable in the process? It just does not make sense to me. Yeah. And I, I guess also what you and I wanted from Potty Humor. Yeah. We, you and I have always been positive around each other. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's always been good vibes around you since we first became friends and I think we both agree this is what we wanted potty humor to be. I'm sure that's what flow wisdom was, is spread wisdom, make people a little more enrich their lives, make them happier. Exactly. And just, I don't see the benefit in making people sad to yourself, to that, especially not to your victim at that point. Right. Just, I don't get it. You know, people are... are uh... You know, human beings, man. I guess inherently selfish, but yes. I mean, I'll admit I'm selfish in points, and I want people to be like, "Oh, I'm feeling good. I want to spread it because I want you to be happy." <laughs> You're sad. I want you to be happy like me. Yeah, I'm not perfect, but world isn't perfect. Just make it better. Just. I don't understand it. Well, man, that's just, um, you know, we deal with duality as well, man. There does need to be that balance, I agree, because you can't enjoy the good times if there weren't bad ones to compare it to. Yep. But, um, you know, this is one of those, not things I struggle with, I used to, but then I, I saw big picture. There are forms of music out in the world which I can't fucking stand. 
<laughs> but it makes other people happy. So right. like, you know what? That's cool. It makes them happy. I fucking hate it. But then there's music out there that I love that other people can't stand. It makes me happy. So you do need that. But yeah, with the duality, they, they both have to exist. Ying and the yang. Yep. Up and down, you know. Maybe people are just trying to find that balance. Balance is the key to life. It's one of the keys to life, man. Maybe that's the ultimate uh, goal of, of all this control shit of uh, sending messages and all this other crap is trying Have to get ever... trying to get away from those extremes, but a little more yeah, towards the Have middle. You know? Have you ever heard of the Georgia Guidestones? No. Look, look that up. And then we can talk about that next time we have a conversation. Georgia Guidestones. I'm putting that at least in my search history. Damn it. I can't spell. Fuck. Damn, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Georgia <laughs> Guidestones. God damn it. There it is. All right. Now it's in my search history so I can look at it in the morning and make sense of it. Wait a minute. What the f- Monument in Elbert County. That's not what I'm, is that what I'm looking for? Georgia Guidestones. Elbert County, Georgia. It looks like literal stones, like a Stonehenge. Is that the correct thing? Georgia Guidestones. A granite <laughs> monument erected in 1980. Is that what I'm looking for, for realties? Georgia. <laughs> That's what I just fucking searched. Guidestones. <laughs> This 39-year-old monument. Read about it. In the United States, so the Ted Tyne guidelines. Is, okay, cool, cool, cool. Got it. it. I will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now it's starting to more. I look at it. Um, I will read up on that. We can talk about that next week. And let me let me just check my notes real quick. Yeah. Oh shit! There was like I only touched on half of the things I wanted to talk about. Well, let's go. Come on, do it, do it. Let's go. All right, here's another fun thing. Um, let's see. Different Okay, so the other thing that I wanted to mention: the photoacoustic messages that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Is this like the concept of a dog whistle? All these years, because. There's no receiver, no mechanical receiver. Are these messages being sent to us and we don't hear it much? We don't hear a dog whistle, but are these messages essentially a dog whistle that, you know what I mean? Is it like that concept? You're dealing with frequencies, man, frequencies. Exactly. The dog whistle is probably a frequency that humans don't hear, but dogs do. Are these photoacoustic messages, frequencies, is that what they're doing? Well, we're all dealing with... This was the UHF and the VHF thing that you were yeah. talking about. Yeah. Is that, and that's where that thought came. Is this essentially what's going on? Has anybody made that connection? Is that... Well, that's what it is, man. I, I, <clears throat> I probably will go deeper into it, you know, next week. Okay. I swear to God, I'm going to find a way to listen to your... Um, uh, the flow with some live because 
I tried on my phone. It didn't work. I'm going to have to pull out a computer to get the things in. Nah, you could do it on your phone, man. There's so many people that listen from their phones that listen to my show. Son of a bitch. Mine is not pulling it up because I pulled up the, the website. Found yeah. it says Flowism, but then I go to it and it just kind of takes it back to the landing page. Somehow people are finding it on different <clears throat> radio apps. Okay, then I'll try. Excuse me. I'll try that. And the other thought, and I'll, I'll try to get this out real quick. Along the same messages, um, one of one of the listeners called in with the concept about these messages being received. I think this is the dude that was talking about. He he went outside after turning off his TV, and he would still hear certain messages. You remember right. that guy? I don't remember if it was a dude from Illinois or. Virginia. Virginia. What was that guy's name? Corey from Virginia. I think it was Corey from Virginia, but he was talking about he was watching TV, he turned it off, but he would still hear residual shit. He went outside. Right. Now, this, this is just how my brain works. Thinking to a certain television show, a cartoon that I watch, basically this character keeps video diaries of himself in a past life to kind of Say here's what's going on, and then in the future he he doesn't know what's going on. Other people can watch the videos and say, "Do you not remember this part of your life?" He's like, Neh. "Nope." But he kind of kept video diaries of himself, you know, several years in the past. But something caused his brain to malfunction; he could no longer remember him, his previous life, essentially. And I was thinking about the concept of, of, of people writing those sort of diaries, if they've done so all along, but people look back at them like, yeah, you're crazy. If you've been keeping diaries of your life, but something weird happens, as such as these photoacoustic messages, and your, your brain is like no longer your own at some point, but you have been keeping logs, for lack of a better term, of how things used to be of your thought processes before somebody interfered with it. Okay. What about it? Are are we taking those seriously? Are we just throwing them in mental institutions and saying, "Mm, you're crazy. You may have been writing this shit down, but you're crazy. And um, going to the theme of sci-fi, people are doing it. And at some point, they're being proven later, like, oh, you weren't crazy like we once thought. You were actually documenting shit that we should have been paying attention to. Right. I mean, I, I'm, I don't understand. what Are you asking me or are you, you just? Making- yeah, I'm, I'm throwing that thought out there based on what I listened to today. Okay, so it, let me just say this. Corey, when Corey called in and what he said... um. Because I'm not sure if you understood what 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 happened. Because I I don't just help me understand. But well, Corey, when Corey called in and said that, he said he his cable shut has shut off. He'd been watching TV, and his cable ended up shutting off. Mm-hmm. And he said even when the television was off, he still kept hearing this 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 sort of frequency, this this sound, as if the TV was still on. And he couldn't, he couldn't understand it. He couldn't explain it. He said, 
So he went outside and he just started paying attention to, you know, the wind, the trees, the, the, the breeze and the sounds of the, you know, the bees and the grass and the, you know, the wind blowing through the trees. He started paying attention to nature and that was the only way that he was able to cut that sound off. Yes. Cut it off. Now, and it was around that same time I had that thought. It may have been a previous one, but more of a, I think the, the thought that I had at the time, you know, 12 hours ago is more to, if you're trying to consciously block something from getting to your head. And I think, I think that may have been the thoughts I had at the time when he, because I remember writing that thought down as he was talking about it. And it was just more of a way to, uh, do some people, I don't know if any other callers or anybody in recorded history said, I'm writing this diary. It seems crazy, but I was doing it to block mm-hmm. um, other you know, ideas from getting my head that I perceive as not my own is, is the UHF thing. Are they trying to send ideas to me that aren't normally my own? So I'm writing down somehow recording it, whether that be video, audio, or written. Right. I guess this is again gets my conspiracy things going. Like are are we dismissing too much and relying too much on uh you're not conforming to society's norms. Let's put some you. Um and again this I, I reference the T V show The Flash a lot. Uh, okay. Because because Barry, the main character, has done such a thing where he comes out of a certain time warp and he starts writing all these, all these symbols and they mean something, but nobody knows it at the time. And, you know, one season later, it's like, oh, that's what he's writing. And it's like a warning or it's some sort of yeah. we wrote off as crazy, but it's like, oh, he meant something by it. And now we're seeing the significance of it. Right. Yeah, man. You know, connecting with nature is is a sure way of uh, disconnecting from this technology. Mm-hmm. You know, just the mere focusing on your breathing. You know, uh, which was frustrating for me today. I I took a moment today to do just that, to just center myself and rest and reset in the middle of the day, and my and my phone was ringing. You know, it kept bothering me. Um, music was going on. The baby was crying. My wife was in the room. You know, I was chilly. I was cold. All of these different things. And then I had to zero, like, just put the covers over my head and just kind of focus on my breathing, relax. And I would get close to that state, you know, while I'm disconnecting from everything, relaxing my mind. Nirvana. Yeah, and uh, but then the phone would ring, or mm-hmm. you know, noise would bad. But you know, it, it, it that's what it takes, though. Yep, that's what it takes. It's not nothing made easy, done easy, you know. There is a discipline to it, and that's what's crazy that we have to discipline ourselves to do yeah. that these days. Meditation, yeah, because there's so many distractions, man. There's so many distractions. You know. 
But yeah, man, let's let's wrap this one up, man. This was a good one. I'm glad we did this because we had another extra day to gather some thoughts. Yeah. Anyway, I am Matt Framit, and I feel really good right now. Yeah, man, I'm relaxed. I am relaxed. And we will talk to you lovely people next week. Yep. Later, man. Good night.